The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus podcast, are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Welcome back to another episode of My Story Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm glad that you can join me on this January the 4th, 2019. We made it into another year, and my wish for you is an abundance of blessings. Hey, I got a question for you. Have you ever thought about alternatives to pain management? For not only with people who have lupus, but for those who have chronic illnesses. Tell you what I want you to do. As you ponder on that question, I want you to grab your cup of coffee. Yes, your cup of tea and your favorite glass of wine if you're listening later on in the day and join me. All right. Now, the majority of lupus patients are prescribed pain medication for lupus. But have you ever thought about alternatives that are less harmful to your body? Well, I have. And I'm going to tell you why. You see, I have been in constant pain for the past three months. No, I don't do pain meds. And I don't like to go to the ER, but I came so close to going to the hospital emergency room for a dose of morphine, you know, after the usual cocktail of Dilaudid and Toradol didn't work any longer. They put me on morphine. So... Once they would give me the morphine, the pain would subside, and they would send me straight back home and would tell me, you know you have lupus. There's nothing we really can do but make you comfortable. And that phrase always irritated me. It was just like, shoot her up, let her rest for a minute, and send her right back home. The pain would still be there, and I would wind back to the emergency room. You know, my family tried to persuade me to go to the hospital, um, but I refused. As I told them, what was the point for me to go? 
all they were going to do is just drug me up and send me right back home. I informed them that I refused to be doped up. So I have been dealing with the pain. And while I was dealing with the pain, I would think to myself, there must be another alternative besides either taking pills or going to the hospital. You see, it's more dangerous for someone like myself with a compromised immune system to go back and forth to the hospital because I can catch anything that is airborne and it will hit me 10 times harder than it would someone else. So after much pondering, I thought about acupuncture. So after I did my research, I informed my family that I was going to try acupuncture for my lupus pain. Acupuncture is a Chinese technique. It's one of the most commonly used procedures in the world. Acupuncture is characterized by the placements of extremely thin needles into the body and reacts with the brain to release chemicals that reduce pain, regulate hormones, and influence many body symptoms. A great deal of research has since and continues to be done on acupuncture. Current research in Western medicine shows that acupuncture has an impact on many of the body functions, receptors, and systems. It's demonstrated that it can be effective for a number of conditions, such as back and joint pain, circulation, digestive systems, regulations, depression, stress, anxiety, hormone outputs, immune system balance, muscle tone, nervous system regulation. But what does research state about this treatment for lupus pain? I'll let you know right after this short break. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. aquaponics, planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families. You can contact this nonprofit organization at www. 
AbundantHarvestAquaponics.org. Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7. You can purchase an autographed copy of his motivational book, and you can also purchase the ebook version at WrightPath247.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-P-A-T-H-247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at WrightPath247. The National Institute of Health ran a study on the use of acupuncture treatment in lupus patients. They found that 10 sessions of acupuncture was safe and very effective for patients with systemic lupus. Acupuncture decreased pain and reduced fatigue in the subjects. In efforts to decrease pain and other symptoms, many people, including those with systemic lupus erythematosus, are integrating complementary medicine modalities into their health care. A study of healthcare utilization in a cohort of 707 SLE patients reveal that 48% used alternative complementary medicine treatments. Acupuncture is one of the more frequently researched complementary approaches for rheumatologic conditions. Randomized control trials have demonstrated that AC reduces symptoms of chronic osteoarthritis of the back, the knees, and fibromyalgia. The objective of this study was to determine the feasibility of studying acupuncture in patients with systemic lupus erythematosus, better known as SLE, and to pilot test the safety and explore benefits of standardized acupuncture protocol designed to reduce pain and for fatigue. 24 patients with SLE were randomly assigned to receive 10 sessions of either acupuncture, minimal needling, or usual care. Pain, fatigue, and SLE disease activity were assessed at baseline and following the last sessions. Safety was assessed at each session. 52 patients were screened to enroll 24 eligible and interested persons. Although transient side effects such as brief needling pain and lightheadedness were reported, 
No serious adverse events were associated with either the acupuncture or minimal needling procedures. Twenty-two participants completed the study, and the majority, which was 85% of acupuncture and minimal needling participants, were able to complete their sessions within the specified time period of five to six weeks. Forty percent of patients who receive acupuncture or minimal needling had 30 percent improvement on standardized measures of pain, but no usual care patients showed improvement in pain. A 10-session course of acupuncture appears feasible and safe for patients with SLE. Benefits were similar for acupuncture and minimal needling. Now, let me ask you the question. In your opinion, and I want you to give me your honest opinion, what is wrong with trying an alternative method to pain management? And I want you to think about this also, this next part I'm going to say. Why haven't physicians mentioned alternative pain management treatments such as acupuncture. Think about it. Think long and hard about it. Would you rather run back and forth to the hospital for a cocktail of Toradol and Dilaudid or some morphine? Would you rather your doctor prescribe you a controlled substance that you can easily get hooked on. I'm going to tell you after this next break what happened to me when the doctor prescribed tramadrol for my pain. Handmade gemstone bracelets carries an array of men's and women's bracelets along with a line of lupus awareness and cancer awareness gemstone bracelets. You can follow them on Facebook or visit their store at Etsy.com or their website at www.premiobracelets.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-O-B-R-A-C-E-L-E-T-S dot com. All right, I'm back and I'm going to tell you a story about um, the, my, well, one of my old doctors prescribing me Tremadrol for um, pain. 
I was in so much pain that the doctor gave me a prescription for tramadol. Okay, I took this medication. I immediately, you know, nodded out, went to sleep, whatever I did. And I was still in pain. I said, well, let me try another one. Let me take another pill because this is not doing anything for me, I thought at the time. But little did I know that it was doing something. So I took another one. And it seems like that one, the second one, didn't work. And as I reached for the bottle of pills, I was getting ready to take a third one. And it's like something just smacked me dead in my face and said, no, you don't. I um, put them down, got up. I said, well, let me make it to the bathroom to run the shower, see about getting in a warm shower. I did that. The pain subsided a little bit, but I was still in pain. But you know, as I was taking those pills, I was getting ready to get hooked on those pills. And just so happened I had a doctor's appointment that week with the rheumatologist. I went to the rheumatologist and the rheumatologist looked at me and the rheumatologist said, Susan, you're not looking right. I said, well, you know, I guess I wouldn't be looking right. I said, because I'm still high off of these pills. I said, do not ever prescribe me any of these pills anymore. And I said, after I leave here, I'm taking every controlled substance pill that you or any other doctor prescribed to me. And I'm going to take them to the police station to dispose of them because I refused to become a legal live junkie. And I'm being perfectly honest with you. I'm being blunt with you. I was so close to being hooked on those pain meds. I said, no, I tell you something smacked me dead in my face and said, no. So for me, and I'm speaking for me, acupuncture is something that I will try to see how it works for me. I can only speak for me. I will see how it works for me, but I refuse to take any control substance for pain because I will not become a statistic. I understand that there are people with other illnesses that needs it, and I have no problem with that. But not one doctor mentioned 
let me try a form of pain management um, on you. Let's see what we can find to help you decrease your pain. Not until about, I have to say, five or six years ago, I had to bring it up to the doctor that I wanted to try aqua therapy in the pool at the hospital, in the warm waters of the pool. And that worked for a while, but then it seemed like the pain came back on me ten times harder. And um, so, when I go back to see my rheumatologist, not my rheumatologist, my PCP, on the 10th, I'm going to request a prescription for me to have acupuncture treatment as a form of pain management, an alternative. And you know the craziest part about it, they offer it at the hospital that uh, my doctor's offices are located at. But no one has ever said to me, let's try another form of pain management treatment. I had to say it five or six years ago. Instead, they would say, well, do you want a script for such and such, such medication? And the first thing I would say, is it a controlled substance? If it is a controlled substance, you know I don't want it. So that's the point where I'm at now. I'm going to let Eastern Medicine meet up with Western medicine and work from there. Now, you may ask, um, what is the procedure you have to go through? Well, I, what I have researched and have found out that I have to get a script from either my PCP or my rheumatologist. Now, I have found a different rheumatologist that I will be going to in February. But the way the pain has been hitting me, honestly, I cannot wait till February. I'm going to see if my PCP would give me a script for acupuncture therapy there at the hospital that, you know, he's affili affiliated with, his office is in. And um, the initial cost of the first visit is $139. And each subsequent visit is $88. So <clears throat> at the hospital, it says five to six sessions. It's about $528 out-of-pocket that I will be spending on my health. There's nothing more important to me than my mental well-being 
and physical well-being. So that is worth it to me. Now, if your insurance can cover it, hopefully um, your doctor, if you're thinking about it and you want an alternative, maybe he could write a letter to your insurance company to see about getting it covered for you. But I really want you to check into alternative pain management treatment, Eastern medicine with acupuncture. And once I get it all set up, you know I'm going to come back and let you know. But this is something, if it's not covered by the insurance, I know it's not covered by mine. It should be covered by the insurance for alternative pain management measures instead of writing a good old faithful script, handing it to you just to get you out of the office. Now, that's my personal opinion, and I can only speak for me. But if you want to read more about alternative pain management treatment with acupuncture, you can go on the National Institute of Health website and look it up. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast today. I know I'm glad to see everyone back. Yes, I am. And I hope you have a most blessed weekend. And it will be inspirational Saturday coming up. And I hope you tune in. So, this is your host, Susan Hendricks. I'm thanking you for joining me on my story, Living with Lupus. I'll see you Saturday, January the 5th, for Inspirational Saturday. And I'll see you next episode for my story, Living with Lupus. Have a great one. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. Entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50, and I am my sister's keeper, Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker, is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com. That's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call at 678-293-6821. Each one encourage one.
you feel that you can't speak to anyone, remember, there's help for you. Contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. You're never alone. Thank you.